Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Recover Your Soul. My name is Rachel Harrison, and this is a podcast offering inspiration, strength, and hope through the tools of recovery, spirituality, and positive psychology. I started RecoverYourSoul.net after having profound positive changes in my life in my recovery from alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share these tools with others through this podcast, as well as offering personal coaching. Personal recovery does not need an addiction to use the tools and principles to better our lives and transform. Just the desire to do the work and make the changes in our lives. I'm on the path to becoming an ordained minister as I continue to study and deepen my relationship with the spiritual principles that have brought me a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. I know that together we can do the work that will recover our souls. In this episode of Recover Your Soul, I wanted to talk about our soul's purpose. And I feel that the experiences that I had in being an alcoholic, in having the complete broken downness of my heart that I came into, the dissatisfaction that I had, the lack of trust, the lack of self-esteem, the lack of self-worth that I experienced was part of my soul's journey. And what it was about was realizing that I was stuck, that I was in a place where I was living a life that wasn't truly attuned to me, to my soul and who I am. I recently was in my journal, which I find journaling to be an incredibly cathartic and important way to work through feelings. And I had this, this spiritual epiphany in relating to the reality. My soul's journey is uniquely my own and my own responsibility. And I found myself kind of going back in the loop and discussing with myself again, some of the pieces of my childhood that I felt like lacked what I thought that I wanted or what that I needed from my parents. And I had this moment where on the paper, it was spoken to me, the reality of us all being human beings on this planet, on our own soul's journey, our own soul's purpose, and that my parents' entire job was to bring me here so that I could have my own unique experience. And of course, we want our parents to give us the best foundation that we can, and they gave me the best foundation that they had to offer. And there was a lot of great stuff in there. 
And the parts that we're lacking, if I allow it to be true, were the parts that I needed to work on myself, were the parts that I needed to be able to see more clearly. And this reality that we are completely 100% responsible for our own happiness, for our own experience, is one that takes a long time to want to be true. In reality, I'd love somebody else to come and save me. I'd love somebody else to come and take me in their arms and keep me from any pain or hardship or anything that was difficult or complicated and that I would just have everything that I needed. But is that growing our soul? Is that deepening our relationship with ourselves and our inner self? Is that giving us the best foundation that we have to really understand ourselves and be pushed to the limit and be pushed to the edge that brings us to be more true to who we are? And for me, it was easy at times in my life to fall back into addiction, into complacency, into blame, into judgment. Those are places that are not coming from a soul journey place. Those are places of victimhood. Those are places of wanting somebody else and something else to provide you with the comfort and the safety and the happiness. And then when we live those lives, we end up living somebody else's life, somebody else's expectations, somebody else's desires. And then we're resentful and angry that we are not living our life. So what do we do about that? When is it enough? When do we look at ourselves? What do we have to go through? What pain and suffering do we have to feel to be backed up enough into a corner that we're willing to make the changes, that we're willing to take responsibility 100% for our own lives, for our own being, our own welfare, our own happiness, our own existence, and let all the others off the hook for what we believe we should have gotten from them. And expectations are a curious thing. We can have our own expectations of people that they don't meet, or low expectations of people, or too high of expectations. And we can also be living from a place of somebody else's expectations of us, again, where they don't expect that much from us, or they don't think we're worth it or that they expect too much from us, and we can never meet up to those standards. We're both trapped by expectation. And in that, we find ourselves having anxiety, being sad, being angry, feeling uncomfortable, finding ways to fill that void. For me, it was alcohol. For other people, there's a myriad of other things that you can use to fill yourself up to distract yourself, to not feel those feelings. What is it that makes us feel like we don't deserve to have a life that is more attuned to our soul's purpose? And when we look at how we've allowed other people to control how we live and how we stand in our own path, are we living our soul's purpose? What is our soul's purpose? Do you have moments in your life where you're doing something and you just feel 
pure joy, pure happiness, pure connection. What are those moments? What are those things that are uniquely your own? I know so many people, including myself, who have that part of themselves that doesn't think that they deserve it, that says, who do you think you are? That had parents or teachers or friends or life situations, especially when we were growing up, that taught us these lessons of not being enough or that the journey, the sole purpose journey that we feel they were afraid of, it didn't resonate with them. They were saving us from it. They wanted to give us a better way. They thought they knew better. And we can be grateful for those moments of somebody loving us and wanting to protect us. And we can also allow ourselves to not be held up by those limitations. So it's twofold, right? So we want people to save us. We want to rely on other people. And yet we get stuck when we rely on them with what they don't give us. So how do we break free from that? How do we move aside and let go of the expectations of other people and our expectations on what they want for us? If we know we are 100% responsible for our own lives and our own happiness, what would it look like? What would it look like if you stepped away from what other people wanted for you? What if the experiences stopped being somebody else's experiences and started being uniquely your own? What would success or happiness look like for you? And I know the word success can get caught up in having big cars or big houses or lots of money. But to me, success means to be pure of heart, to wake up every morning with an awareness and a joy to wake up and fulfill that day for whatever that is, to have happiness, to have contentment, to have health, to have joy, to have love. And it doesn't look like anybody else's definition of what that is. It looks uniquely like your own. Those definitions of what they are And it can also mean that you have the financial ability to do what you want. There's nothing wrong with having financial wealth and success as well. But that doesn't define a human being. We've seen oh too often in the news and the stories of people who have plenty of money and no happiness. So our soul's journey is about that reality of who are we on the inside if we take out what other people wanted for us or let go of that victim place of wanting somebody else to fix it or do it for us. We feel fulfilled when we are living a life that is more aligned with who we are. We feel more health. We feel more mental clarity when we are doing something that is more aligned with who we are. That happiness comes when we can touch and taste and feel those aspects of ourselves that are excited and joyous. And I think that some of us can get caught up in the big picture of that they don't think that they can get that. We 
no matter what we want, that we may want to write a book or we may want to be an artist or we may want to be these things. And somewhere along the line, we've been told that that's not safe, that that's not okay. And I'm not saying you throw out all of the safety factors and run off into the wild and take your 25 cents in your pocket and go live out of your wildest dreams. But you start to recognize what those wildest dreams are. You start to notice if you are living a life that is not aligned with you. And that comes from being more aware of the present. That comes from witnessing your feelings, witnessing the situation around yourself, being able to step back, to have clarity about what is that mental crazy game that goes on in our head that is full of judgment for ourselves and others. And what is that step back? What is that still small voice that's coming from your higher power that's giving you the direction to your soul's purpose? I love that in the studies of my metaphysical ministry, one of the things that it said was, if you have a dream and it is clear what your soul's purpose is, then the next steps will be given to you if you're willing to listen. And again, I go back to a previous podcast where the reality and realization and the truth that you are uniquely special We are no more special or no worse than anybody else. It is not about being more special than somebody else. It is that you are uniquely your own special person with your own special talents and insights and heart and creativity. Creativity being the life force of potential. Creativity is the life force of potential, and that potential is in each and every single one of us, not to be the most famous person in the world, but to live a life that is completely 100% attuned to your true self and no one else's. To listen carefully to the voice that is your higher power voice, that is your connection with spirit that says, I am passionate about these things. I am good at these things. I am deserving of these things, of this life, of a life of happiness. And if we can let go of the victim by being able to look at a life and say, I've had some hardships. I've had some difficult relationships. I've had trauma. I've had sadness. I've had lack. What am I supposed to learn from those things? What responsibility is mine to take in how those things played out? What were those relationships? Why did I choose some of those relationships? Again, it goes back to the unmanageability that we feel to really recognize and be aware of what that unmanageability is and why we allow ourselves to become part of stories that are not healthy for us. And instead of repeating, 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 repeating that cycle, we stop, we change how we see it, 
from a place of feeling that we've been victimized to a place where we took responsibility and awareness of how we fit into that situation. What were we to learn from that? I would say that there's aspects of myself that are incredibly independent and able to deal with situations with ease and comfort that came from being an only child of parents who were off doing their own thing. And sometimes it can feel like, why weren't they, you know, playing with me or reading me books or doing these things with me? My parents loved me deeply. And they offered me what they had, but they were also their unique own people with their own unique interests. And they lived those interests out fully from the time that I was born to be their true selves. And I have two parents who are very uniquely themselves. What a gift. So I could see it one way or I could see it the other way. And so when I look at that perspective and I start to think, what is my soul's purpose? What lights me up? What fires me up and gives me joy and passion? I know for me, it's connecting with people. It is the spiritual work. Once I stood out of the desire for somebody else to come in and fix it for me and came into my own and realized it is my own life, my own responsibility to create the life that I want for myself. And I stopped drinking and I stopped making excuses. Things fell into place. When I started leaning on my higher power, I started believing that I was worth it, that I deserved a life filled with life and happiness and joy and love and laughter and ease. Those things came to me and things fell into place in ways that I couldn't believe, but it's only possible because I do believe that spirit puts them, it opens the doors for me right down to this podcast, right down to the Recover Your Soul website, right down to finding the perfect ministry school and everything that I'm learning and everybody that I'm contacting and all of the people that I connect with. I know that this is my soul's purpose. And even though I can get caught up just like everybody else in the, who do you think you are? I can step back and hear that that is not my voice. That is the voice of somebody else. That is the voice of the judge. That is the voice of the expectation that came from somebody else. A limiting expectation that came from somebody else. And I don't have to live that life. And our soul's purpose and our soul's journey is not one that somebody else can create for you. And it's terrifying sometimes to stand there in your own and say, oh, I have to take responsibility for my own attitudes and perceptions and what I think and feel about things. I can't blame my unhappiness or my being pissed off or angry at anybody else. And you take responsibility for your own life and you start to make changes that's when beauty comes. That's when the ideas come. That's when the healing comes. 
when we can look at things from a different perspective, we can have a life that is uniquely our own. We get to decide who we want to be and how we want to walk in the earth. And it means coming away from our mind and our heads and into our hearts and having that clarity of visioning for who you want to be, taking responsibility for the parts that are yours, letting go of any place where you're holding on thinking that somebody else is responsible for what's not working for you. In the next episode, we're going to talk about visioning and being able to vision a life for yourself to be able to really start to deepen into our soul's purpose. So for today, what I encourage you to do is to start to question and start to look at where does that irritation come from? Where does that peace come from where you feel like you are wanting somebody else to save you? To create for you the life that you think that you want. Can you let go of somebody else's expectations of who you were supposed to be, who you think you should be? Can you move forward from a place where you let go of the expectations you have for others and concentrate on yourself? Start to meditate, start to be still, start to be present. I love Deepak Chopra. He talks about how who you were yesterday doesn't even exist. What happened before is gone. Every day is a new day. Can you start today in a new day and begin to explore your soul's potential, your soul's purpose, your connection to higher power, letting go of that hold that you feel that other people have on whether you're happy or not? You are 100% responsible for your own happiness Are you willing to jump in and have the life that you always wanted? And even if you have a life that is pretty darn close to what you always wanted, where are those pieces that are holding you back from even that next level? We always need to be moving towards growth. When we stop, we're actually going backwards. So what do we do to propel ourselves forward? Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you tools, guidance, and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. For more information, please visit the website recoveryoursoul.net where you can find out more about Rachel, book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to music, connect to social media, as well as subscribe to receive updates. We hope that you will follow us on Instagram and Facebook and become part of our transformation community. If you'd like to support the production of this podcast, we'd love for you to visit the website and donate on the homepage. Thank you.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.